Yes, 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 that time weekend, everybody. Episode 138 of the High on Infinity podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob. First time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. Like always, follow us on our social media sites. Follow us on Facebook at High on Infinity Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at High Infinity Pod. Or follow me, the host, on my personal accounts, Twitter and Instagram at so yeah, I'm Asian. And if you did not get all that, hit the link tree link up in the bio of the podcast. As our podcast, social media sites, and our podcast streaming platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. And last but not least, if you like what you hear, please leave your boy a five-star review on your preferred streaming platforms. That will be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So I hope everybody's doing good. I'm doing pretty well myself. I'm going to be honest with you. This week, we're going to shoot the shit a little bit before we get into topics of the day. Like I'm going to go over the podcast schedule for the next couple months and we'll talk about some NBA playoffs. But yeah, shoot the shit. I've been thinking lately about like life in general. You know, I really don't delve into my personal life on here. I know y'all don't want to hear that. And I, you know, I'm not going to divulge that information. But if I do talk about my personal life, it's going to be just something, you know, simple. Like what I did over the weekend and, you know, some I've been watching on TV, all that stuff. But I've been thinking lately uh, this year, my friends know this, but this year I turned a big three zero thirty. I'm like, damn, I've been 20 for the past 10 years. So this is going to be a little shocking to me. So my birthday's coming up later on this year. And I've been thinking about going somewhere because I've been trying to do that for the past couple of years. I think 20, yeah, 2020, I went to Nashville for the first time. Had a good time. 2021, I didn't go nowhere last year. But this year, you know, of course, you're turning 30. I want to do something, you know, I want to say big, but, you know, do something for my birthday. So I've been scoping, you know, uh, cities out that I want to visit. Also, what kind of motivated me, one of my friends I saw took a vacation. And you know what? Let me try to, you know, go somewhere different. Think outside the box on a put on a where I want to go for my birthday this year. But I got the city in mind. It's nowhere out, outside the country yet. Well, my goal was to get a passport, hopefully within the next. Probably later on this year, maybe early next year, uh, I want to get a passport because my sister will be telling me, Jack, you need to get your passport, you need to get your passport. They're good for like 10 years. I'm thinking about, I was like, I do really want a passport. Actually, funny thought, like late 2019, early 2020, I had everything to get a passport. I had my paperwork and all that stuff. And then, of course, you know, early 2020, COVID hit, couldn't go nowhere. So basically, I've been sitting on these papers for over two years. So I need to hop on the ball about that. Also, I'm kind of that person, like, I need somewhere to go. Like, if I say, hey, I want to go to Canada, I actually thought about going, going to Toronto. That's why I wanted a passport. Let's say I want to go to, yeah, like, I'm going to go to Toronto, but I need a passport to go to Toronto. And then I will get on the ball about getting a passport. But, yeah, nowhere out the, nowhere out the country for my 30th birthday, hopefully 31st birthday, go somewhere. But, yeah, I got the city in mind, got the Airbnb scoped out, and I got, of course, the airplane and the rental car all planned. I'm about to soon enact on those plans and hopefully, you know, go to this destination for my birthday. Keep y'all updated on that. 
Also, I really wasn't going to put out an episode this week for multiple reasons. One, last week's episode took a long time to put together. I already went over it. I didn't, not to say it on here, but uh, I had technical difficulties with the audio. My Moon Knight file didn't want to export so I could upload it, but thankfully got that situated because I wasn't going to record that segment again because usually, well, it took me about an hour to record and edit that portion of the podcast and I wasn't going to re-record it if that file would have crashed. And another thing, last week, I consider that episode a double episode in a way. Usually when I talk about a Marvel movie or a Marvel Disney Plus show, that's the only thing I talk about on that week's episode of the podcast. But we did get the finale of Moon Knight and Doctor Strange 2 the same week. So I had my work cut out for me. So I thought about taking a week off because I can't lie. This may be shocking to some people, but I, at this point in time, I'm all marveled out. Like, I don't want to talk about Marvel for another few weeks until Miss Marvel comes out, I think in the middle of June. And another reason I really want to put an episode out this week, because there was really nothing much to talk about. A little slow news week. And I thought about it. I was like, Jacob, you haven't talked about the NBA playoffs since it started. So majority of this episode will be about that. But first, we're going to go over the podcast schedule for the next two months or so. Nope, this is subject to change. Okay, so starting off next week. Of course, we got a big week. Stranger Things is back. Comes out next Friday. Or part one of it comes out next Friday. So of course... Got to give you my expectations going into the new season. Then watch it, of course, during the Memorial Day weekend. Probably won't watch it all in one day like I did with season three. Probably going to break it up probably two episodes that Friday night. Then probably three episodes Saturday. Then finish it up Sunday. Start on my notes for that week's episode. And that leads us into June. First week of June. Give you my reactions to part one of Stranger Things season four. The second week of June. There'll be no episode. That'll be my annual post-Memorial Day break. Well, it'll be a week later because I got, I got to talk about Stranger Things. So no episode the second week of June. Moving on to the third week of June. We'll be back with my first reactions to the newest Marvel Disney Plus show, Miss Marvel. Comes out on, like I said, Disney Plus the week prior, but there'll be no episode that week. Also, E3 will be that weekend as well. Of course, you know E3. Talked about it every year on the podcast, biggest video game convention in the world. You know, preview all the new stuff for Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, Stadia, that's still a damn thing. All that stuff. So I'm going to give you my reactions to E3 as well. Then a week after that, the fourth week of June, don't know yet, TBD, we got to see what happens. Then the final week of June, give you my expectations for part two of Stranger Things season four, which comes out July 1st. And that leads us into July, first week of July, Stranger Things, Season 4, Part 2, Reactions, and another big episode, Thor 4, Expectations. Then the following week will be, of course, you know, Thor 4, or Thor 11 Thunder, however you want to pronounce it, Reactions. And then the final two weeks of July, first week we're going to cover Expectations for Comic-Con. Then the next episode, of course, you know, Comic-Con Expectations. Like I said, this is just a rough schedule. Things are subject to change. And I put out like a a list 
or stuff on the social media sites the, the day this episode comes out. But yeah, that's a rough schedule for the podcast for the next couple of months as we creep on to 150 episodes. But moving on to the NBA playoffs. So we're down to the final four in the NBA playoffs. We got the Heat, the Celtics, the Warriors, and the Mavericks. Overall, a fairly entertaining playoffs and unpredictable as well. Hell, both of my final picks got eliminated this past weekend, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. But we're still going to move on and look into the NBA Conference Finals. First up, the East got the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics. Round one, the Heat beat the Hawks 4-1, a gentleman sweep as you would call it. Could have been a real sweep if Trey Young didn't hit a last second shot to steal a game in the series. Second round, the Heat beat the 76ers 4-2, jumped out to a 2-0 lead with Embiid out. Then they came back and tied it up, and the Heat won the last two games pretty convincingly. James Harden was in prime playoff James Harden form, and folks were saying that Harden and Embiid was supposed to be the next Shaq and Kobe. All I got to say is this. I don't know if recreational weed is legal in Philadelphia, but if it is, they need to ban it so we don't get no takes like this ever again. Like we've seen this from Harden on multiple occasions. It just wasn't like a one-time thing. And then the press conference <laughs> after they got eliminated, NBA was like, well, you know, we didn't trade for the Houston James Harden. Hell, if y'all didn't trade for Houston James Harden, what the hell y'all traded for then? There's no way in hell they traded for James Harden for him to be a role player. Why they traded for Harden to be the second option to Embiid. Hell, the first option, in some cases, if Embiid you know, doesn't have it that night, or like in the first two games where there was no Embiid, James Harden had to be that guy. And the process, well, first, yeah, how long is a damn process supposed to be? The process has been going on for like seven, eight years. And we get to see any results. But anyways, it looks like the Sixers are going to re-sign James Harden. Now we get a full season of Harden and Embiid. And to me, the 76ers are probably like the fourth or fifth best team in the East entering next season. Of course, you got the Celtics, the Heat, the Bucks, and the Nets, depending on the Kyrie Irving situation. But let's get into the Heat's opponent in the conference finals, the Celtics. Of course, you know, round one, they swept the Brooklyn Nets. Second round, they beat the defending champs, the Milwaukee Bucks. Sad. Y'all know I'm a Giannis guy. It was sad seeing my guy Giannis go out like that. And you already know when Giannis loses, here comes the, oh, no, Giannis ain't got no bag. All we do is drive in the paint and dunk or wait up at the rim. Like, damn. Y'all expect this man to be dominant in the paint as he is, pass like LeBron, have a mid-range like Kevin Durant, and shoot the three ball like Steph Curry. Like, damn, he didn't have the best game seven. And just because he loses doesn't mean he doesn't have a bag. Well, yes, his overall shooting game isn't the best, but he did win two MVPs, a finals, and a finals MVP while having, quote unquote, no bag. But we're guaranteed a new NBA champion this year. And it's hard to make it to the NBA finals back to back. To me, I think a lot of people were spoiled when it was Warriors versus Cavs for like those four straight years. And of course, you know, LeBron for like eight or nine straight years making it to the finals. The NBA has gotten a lot better within the past few years. Like in this year's playoffs, you could have named five teams that had a legitimate shot of winning it all. But game one of this series was this past Tuesday. The Heat won game one, sort of up 1-0 at the moment. 
And I'm not going to predict this series because one game has been played already. But the Celtics did play game one without Marcus Smart and Al Horford. Smart had a foot injury and Horford was out for COVID protocol. So I don't know how long they'll be out for in this series. But going into the series, I was thinking, you know, the Celtics do got a size advantage, you know, um, because the Heat, they're a pretty small team. Of course, uh, Bam Adebayo, the center, he's like 6'9", 6'10". Just for some perspective, LeBron is 6'9", and he plays the point guard. So I assume at the time, they're just going to throw bodies at him. You know, had uh, Robert Williams, Horford, whenever he comes back. Hell, Grant Williams may DM up. But I was wrong. The Heat basically manhandled the Celtics for the most part. <laughs> Jimmy Butler had 40 points with no <laughs> three-pointers made like what guard can get you a 40-piece with no three-pointers made? Usually, you'd be like, oh, man, LeBron had 50 points. Steph Curry had, you know, 50 points. Usually, they're going to make, like, five or six threes. But the man got a 40-piece on nothing but jumpers and free throws. But going into the series, I was like, we know the Heat's one of the better three-point shooting te teams. Or oh, I think they were the best three-point shooting team in the league this year. So, if they can get hot in this series i can see them pulling off the quote-unquote upset but moving on to the western conference finals of course you have the warriors versus the mavericks warriors beat the nuggets 4-1 in round one they beat the grizzlies 4-2 in the second round in a fairly entertaining series and now the warriors are back in the western conference finals for the first time since 2019 and this is the sixth western conference finals the warriors has been in in the past eight years so we're back to the old Warriors, you know, your older brother's Warriors, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, you know, the pre-KD days, even with KD, people forget the Warriors has some pretty good role players that played a big part, you know, in winning those titles as well, including this year, you know, the Warriors, you know, besides their big three, they got Wiggins, they got Poole, they got Peyton before he got hurt, and the list goes on and on and on from there, even though they've been down the past two years. The Warriors, you know, they've been there. They've done that. And like I said, they faced the Mavericks in the Western Conference Finals. Their first time back in the Conference Finals since, I think, 2011. Of course, you know, the year they beat the Heat and won the title. And the Mavericks, they beat the Jazz in the first round, 4-2. Then they beat the Suns in a seven-game series, blowing them out in Game 7. And I can't lie, as a salty Lakers fan who was still upset that the Suns beat them in the playoffs last year, and eliminated them from playoff contention this year. I thoroughly enjoyed this game. On our group chat, everybody was like, man, I'm about to change the channel. This is a blowout. I was like, hell no. I'm watching every damn second of this game. I was like, about damn time that the Kardashian slash Jenner curse has caught up the Devin Booker. I was like, he's been dodging it for a couple years. But you only can dodge it so much. And then finally got his ass. I was like, we fucking got him. And also, uh, sad to see Chris Paul, you know, another playoff exit. Of course, you know, the Suns were one of the favorites to win the title this year. And, you know, the whole, man, Chris Paul deserve a title, yada, yada, yada. I do agree with that with some sentiment, but, but at the same time, like, when you see Chris Paul get them cheap fouls, like, Chris Paul will get the guy's arm twisted all, all the way to hell and trip and fall and somehow the ref blow the whistle and it's the foul on the other player. And Chris Paul shooting free throws. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, every time he do that, I'm like, you know what? Fuck him. Get blown the fuck out. Go home, you know? But anyways, thoroughly enjoyed the Suns getting blown out. Put a smile on my face that night. Anyways, like I said, Luka was straight cooking them in that game. Or in the first half at least. Because it was already a, a blowout by the time 
halftime hit. But yeah, like I said, Luca was cooking him. Luca is a straight baller. I know in our group chat for the longest, there's always been this Trey Young Luca debate. Like who is better? I've always been on the Luca side of things when it comes to who's better between him and Trey Young. And to me, Luca is. He's creeping up there to be top five in the NBA. Maybe it depends. I don't have a list in front of me where I could look, but he's definitely he's definitely in the top five, top six players in the NBA right now. And we got to remember, this man been pro since he was 14 to 15 years old. While most of the NBA players he's playing against, they're playing, what, AAU ball at 15 against kids, you know, the same age. Luka's playing against grown-ass men in the Euro League and putting in work. And I can't lie. If I was a pro ball player, and here comes a 15-year-old whose mom probably dropped him off at the game. His tongue is probably blue because he ate a fruit roll-up on the way to the game. And he drops a triple-double on my head. I can't lie. It's time for career change. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. I think this is going to be a very entertaining series between the Warriors and the Mavericks. Both teams are very similar to me. They both play... I guess small, if you, as you want to say, or small ball, whatever. Even though I think Luca will put on a show if he made it to the NBA Finals, I just personally think the Warriors are too much. Hell, if Luca beats the Warriors and he makes it to the NBA Finals, I ain't gonna get on here and be like, I ain't, I ain't gonna be mad at him. You know, I ain't gonna be mad that he made it to the Finals. Hell, I want Luca to make it to the Finals. Like I said, I think he'll put on a a show if he made it onto the Finals. But like I said, the Warriors are just a little bit too much. For Luka to overcome, in my humble opinion. So I got the Warriors in six games, but a very entertaining six games at that.